Coordinated, Episode 189, The 2024 AP Exam Schedule. Greetings, AP Coordinators. Derek Cometa here, former AP Coordinator, now Director, AP Coordinator Experience for the AP Program. And I'm Carly Suge, School Counselor and AP Coordinator. Thanks for joining us. This is the right place to be to hear all the latest and greatest in the world of AP Coordinators. It's time. Let's get coordinated. Speaking of time, Carly. Derek. (laughs) You may remember that back in the day, we won't say how many days ago, but back in the day, I was an AP coordinator at a high school in California, just like you. You know, I do recall you saying that a time or two. It's hard to forget when you say it practically every day. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, hey, what can I say? I'm a, I'm a proud member of the club. I mean, I still consider myself an AP coordinator. Well, since you are bringing it up, I'd like to ask you a question. Not a softball question, like what was your favorite part about being an AP coordinator? I mean, it's kind of obvious that you enjoyed the role. I'm going to put you on the spot with a tougher question. I want to know, in front of thousands of listeners, what was your least favorite part of being an AP coordinator? In other words, what drove you crazy? It had to be something, so be honest. Hmm, my least favorite part. Actually, I do not have to think about this for very long. (laughs) At my former school, we had a very let's call it robust. We had a very robust AP program, a lot of AP courses, over 30 of them, and a lot of tremendously talented students taking multiple AP courses. And the school required all students taking an AP course to take the corresponding AP exam. And all that added up to, you guessed it, lots of AP exams and lots of students taking multiple AP exams. And sometimes, sometimes those students had two exams on the same day, meaning it was a quick turnaround for those students between the morning exam and the afternoon exam and a very quick turnaround for me as well. No pressure. Actually, it was a lot of pressure. (laughs) Right. I think AP coordinators everywhere can relate. It takes a little extra organization and hustle to get all the materials for each of those students from the morning exam to the afternoon one, especially if the room for the afternoon exam is different than the morning exam. It can get a little hectic. Agreed. And what used to drive me crazy was this. When the AP exam schedule was published each year, I would hold my breath. (laughs) <laughs> I was I was waiting to see what day and time all the exams were slotted into. Each year, it seemed like the schedule was great. However, you knew there was a however. However, <laughs> there was always one crushing, brutal, ridiculous day that was going to be the most difficult it could possibly be for me. Not that it's all about me, Carly. Oh, of course not, Derek. Though that does sound a bit ridiculous coming from the guy whose face is a part of the podcast logo. 
Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Point well taken. So anyways, that used to drive me crazy, especially just not understanding how the AP exam schedule was created. I mean, was someone just throwing darts to choose how difficult my life would be? (laughs) Derek, you still sound a bit worked up about this after all these years. You know, I am a counselor. Do you need some help? I do need help. Thank you for asking. (laughs) This is why we have brought in a special guest to our show. He is an executive director in AP Program Delivery. He is the one who manages the process of creating the exam schedule every year. He is my friend and colleague, Mike Sherman. Hey, Mike. Welcome to the show. Derek, excited to be here. First, thanks for asking me to do this. I'm looking forward to a quick chat. Second, now I know why you asked. You clearly need to get this off your chest. (laughs) I did. I mean, I do. Anyways, I'm all worked up here. Mike, please tell me, tell us, what goes into creating the AP exam schedule every year? So we have three guiding principles. First, we want to maximize participation. After all, students can't earn college credit if they can't or don't show up for the exam. Second, we want to set students up for success, meaning we want to ease their cognitive load on any one day. Seven hours or more of high-stakes testing is a lot to ask. And third, we want to make sure students get their scores on time. We know that's critical for students, especially seniors. Great. All that makes sense. I like those quote-unquote guiding principles. So from there, how do you actually create the overall schedule for all the subjects? Good question. Well, we begin by trying to minimize schedule conflicts and adjacencies. A schedule conflict is when a student has two exams on the same day at the same time. Listeners are familiar with this because this results in one of the exams moving to the late testing window. An adjacency is when a student has two exams on the same day. That's the thing that you said sometimes drove you crazy, Derek. (laughs) I'm here to say we consciously try to avoid this. Of course, what works for the majority of schools might not work for every individual school, but we're not throwing darts, Derek. (laughs) In fact, it's the exact opposite of that. We use data from the prior year of testing to help forecast and create the schedule for the upcoming year. And I'll add, we also take in feedback from educators, including AP coordinators. We're always open to new ideas and new considerations. Thank you for taking me through. Scratch, scratch that. Thank you for taking all of us through that. And Carly, I can see that you are ready to jump in. I am. I am. If we have time, I have one, two, three, four, four (laughs) burning questions that came to mind while you were talking. Let's do it. I'm always happy to help an actual AP coordinator, not just a former one like Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. So at my school and many others, we sometimes struggle with our seniors. Generally speaking, the longer the school year is, the less they want to do. That sometimes includes showing up for their AP exams. And when they do want to take their AP exam, sometimes there are special end-of-year senior activities that impact their schedule. So what about my seniors, Mike? Can you help them? Ah, yes. Senioritis. (laughs) I have some good news to share. We do try to help them. Uh, We do consider which grade level is dominant for each exam. 
and we try to place exams that have a lot of seniors early in week one. English literature is a good example of that. And in general, we try to avoid having two senior dominant courses in the morning and afternoon on the same day. All right. That sounds great. Thanks for being thoughtful about my seniors. I truly appreciate it. My next question, or maybe I should say my next challenge, is that I'm often having to worry about the afternoon exam finishing on time so that students can catch their bus to go home. Or sometimes students are concerned about getting to practice or a game for whatever their spring sport is. Buses, Mike. What can you tell me about buses? I can tell you that we take this into account as well. Uh, Appropriately, I call it the magic bus consideration. (laughs) We try to put shorter exams in the afternoon. We understand that having longer exams in the morning means that some students may have an abbreviated lunch. But educators have told us that they'd rather rush students through lunch than miss their after-school bus. We also try to schedule subjects that traditionally have a lot of underclassmen in the morning. Exams like human geography and European history are two that come to mind. These students are less likely to drive and are more likely to need the magic bus after school. Great. Thanks for explaining that. Next question. Is it my imagination? Or does it always seem like I have a giant exam in the morning and a smaller one in the afternoon? I'm not complaining. I'm just curious. (laughs) Not your imagination. We do try to put a large volume exam. We call it an anchor exam in the morning slot of each day. We'd love to have these large exams sit alone in their scheduled slot, but there are just too many exams now. When we do have two large volume exams on the same day, we try to minimize those conflicts and adjacencies that I mentioned earlier. Great. Thank you. My last question is about packing. In the past, it seemed like I was always waiting for that last exam to finish on Friday so that I could finish packing my return shipment. Lately, though, it feels like that hasn't happened quite as often. Is that just a lucky coincidence? Well, I'm glad to hear this. This is a recent change and one that came from AP coordinators. We now aim to put smaller volume exams on that last day. We want as many AP coordinators as possible to finish their exam administration early, quote unquote, even if it's just by one day early. This also helps students receive their score on time. The faster we receive the exam shipment, the faster we can start scanning answer sheets and getting materials ready for the AP reading. As I mentioned earlier, it's a priority for us to make sure students receive their score on time. And speaking of on time... Yes. Uh, yes, Mike. Nice hint. I know, <laughs> I know I told you this would be quick and we went a little longer than normal. So much good information, though. We really appreciate you sharing all of that. It is so good to hear all the many considerations that go into creating the AP exam schedule every year. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Mike. I learned a lot. And the next time I have a student come to me worried about getting home after the afternoon exam, I'm going to tell them, Don't worry, it's a magic bus. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And thanks to you, Carly, and all the AP coordinators who are listening. We appreciate all the work you do behind the scenes to make this happen for millions of students every year. We could not do it without you. Thanks, Mike. And AP coordinators, if you have not done so already, please check out the 2024 AP exam schedule. Link in the show notes. It's also on the last page of the AP Coordinator's Manual, Part 1. Mike, thank you again. Carly, thank you as well. And we will be back next week with another all-new episode of Coordinated. 
Until then, thank you, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the behind-the-scenes look into the process of creating the AP exam schedule. Who knew we would be talking about magic buses? On behalf of AP Program Delivery and the AP Coordinator Experience Team, we do definitely appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, AP coordinators, you are truly good as gold. AP coordinators, we're back. The annual back to school workshop just for AP coordinators is back and better than ever. Year after year, this is by far the most popular and well-attended event for AP coordinators. Workshops are available during the day, evening, and even on the weekends. They launch in July and continue through September. Plan on joining us just before your school year begins. Check out the show notes for a link to register right now, or you can go to collegeboard.org slash AP Coordinator Experience. That's collegeboard.org slash AP Coordinator Experience. Register now for your preferred date and time, and we'll see you at the workshop. <laughs>